Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Vampires from a Chimney Part 2 A Crimson Aid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e ruleset, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. With water, you have revealed these guys right around Zach. They, as they drip in water, strangely, wings vibrating quickly. So that's your action. There they are! Quick! And... Now she moves over... To the tree and tries to find a nook again to hide in. Okay, so over here you're trying to hide behind the tree next to the dragon. Mm hmm. Okay. Give me your stealth. So wow. 28. <laughs> so she moves right in front of you, Rowan, as she gets to the next side of you, you <laughs> lose sight of her in the bushes there. She kind of just kind of moves quickly into the bushes, and you're like, what? Uh, what? How? Huh? I think there was a fairy. <laughs> Quick. All right, Zach, Norbit. Yeah, well, I've got one right in front of me, so I'm going to take a swing at it with a coin, because it worked last time. Cross your fingers, you still got that exhaustion on you. All right. That was a fail as you try to smack at it with one coin. I'm going to try and smack it again with another coin. So it's, it, you don't lose your second coin because you haven't oh, yeah, actually connected. There. But I missed again. But the other time that one coin you did connect with, as soon as that coin connected, that coin disappeared with the fairy, by the way. Yeah, yeah I'm down one. It's not that you keep losing coins. I'm assuming here that you're kind of swinging the coin around in your hand, trying to smack it up against these tiny flying creatures. Got a tuck between, uh, tuck between a couple of fingers, and I'm just trying to punch it. Okay. Okay, so miss and a miss, a 13 and an 8. Oops, sorry, Rowan, you're up. Okay, so Rowan, seeing that um, this creature is still struggling, go... Well, I don't know whether I should do this, but um, you certainly look like you need some. And I step up to it, place my hand, and concentrate really, really hard. And uh, a rush of arcane energy flushes over the creature, and I do another kill wound. This time at third level. I thought you were going to try to help it remove the chains. Okay, at third level. All righty, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Well, it didn't do anything to it. It's... <laughs> Either that or it's got a huge amount of hit points. Does it look... Does it look like it's healed a Indeed. little bit? It, it looks... Uh, you see quite a, a score of the tiny marks are all disappearing. But the, the, the red that you noticed wherever the chains touched its flesh, flesh is just as red and vibrant as before. Uh, you can actually... As Thorn, and with Thorn's background and experience, I'm in, I'm envisioning that you might know something about this based on some form of intelligence check. So, if you've got a skill that you think might be applicable and has an intelligence background to it, you might be able to know a little bit more. Okay. Well, I mean, probably the most relevant here would be history, I guess. All right. I mean, I could say investigation because I'm trained in that, but I don't think that's really applicable. No, not really. No. There you go. That says Thorn. Okay. 
That's a 14. Yeah, if you did it as Rowan, it would have still been the same. Okay, you think you recall something about... Oh, I should just drag you into another channel. I'm just dragging you to another channel. Okay. Okay. You... It, it's not that you remember everything perfectly, but you do recall reading something some time ago. Or maybe it was something that when you were at the assembly with in the studying the, the workings of Thoth, Thoth Hermes, that someone had mentioned something about metal and fey and something about, was it some kind of metal that it was? You, you struggle to remember what, what, what kind of metal it was, but you do remember someone saying there was something about a metal that was the fey just absolutely hated. Ah, uh, okay. And it, this, does this look like it's th that kind of metal? It reminds you. It seems similar. The story where you are, the dream, this realm that's in the dream, it all kind of seems to coagulate in your mind. Okay. Is this chain loose, by the way? Now that I've uh, taken it off. It's the no longer against the pitten, but basically it, they're, they're manacles. They're still manacles on its uh, around its, its arms, its legs, its neck okay. and wings. All right. So, okay. all right, we'll move back to the other channel. Okay. The last thing I do is I look to uh, look looking for Atreya. I go, Atreya, uh, uh, Clicker, please see if we can get the, these manacles off this creature. We may. I'm not be here. Able to, we may be able to use the chain against these fairies. <laughs> Rowan shouts out to the bush, not sure where Clicker is. And once more, it attempts to try to get itself free. Huh, there we go. That's what we wanted to see. So one of its arms, it manages with, with the other arm to basically with its claws, just dig against that. And you can see what you were guessing seem to bear truth as you see sizzles and hear sizzles as it yanks at one of the, the manacles against one of its arms and it finally bursts that manacle and that manacle drops off. Well, that's that's a good start. All right. You hear a squeal coming from not far from you, Rowan and Clicker. And again, a high-pitched voice shouts out in a language that you're not sure about. And... This guy pops back into existence and whirs down right at you, Rowan. And it's going to try to bite you. Uh, it is unable to bite you and it takes its pliers out and it tries to pinch you with its pliers. Oh, with its pliers, it does manage to pinch you. Okay. And this one who's revealed, it will drops down as well so that it's at face face level with you and it tries to bite at your cheek, Zach. It is unable to bite at your cheek and so it tries to follow up with its pliers and grab your cheek with its pliers. <gasps> it does. You, it pinches your face in its pliers and it gives a good yank. Damn. This one too reappears. And it flies also down here by you, Rowan. And it will try to bite you. It is unable to bite you. And it tries to grab at the back of your hair with its pliers and yank. And, oh, it manages to hit you with the pliers. Just. And it yanks at the back of your hair, pulling hard with the back of your hair. And then it, it tries to fly back so you can take an opportunity attack as it Okay, um, I will do. Which one? Number two? Number two. Oh, with your scimitar, you slash backwards at it, not letting it get away. You don't do as much damage as you would have liked to uh, with that swing, as it dodges and weaves in the air and it moves back. Get back! Get back! This creature must live. And this guy too. This one tries to bite at you as well, Zach. It's unable to bite. 
and it grabs its pliers at you and tries to basically give you a purple nurple. And unfortunately, its pliers cannot find purchase on your on your chest. I don't have any nurples. <laughs> no nurples for you. No nope. All right, Falker, you're up. Uh, Falker is going to <laughs> just run over and just just continue what I've been doing and failing but I will attempt to take another gold coin and just instead of trying to throw it like I've been doing foolishly try to actually just like swipe at it with a gold coin okay go for it oh god your coin connects with it and it puffs in front of both you and Zach, you both need to give me a DC 10 constitution saving throw as it disappears, implodes on itself, and a, with a horrible stench and a tooth falls to the ground. Yes, you guys are both fine. So that was your one action. And uh, so that coin is now gone forever. Feeling good about myself. I spit some more blood. Look look with a face of stern disgust at the rest of the fairies, hopefully intimidating them and then my <laughs> Alright, once more this creature goes and now it tries to with its rear legs tries to grab at that last one in its hand as it works hard to free itself. But this time it doesn't even manage to get latch on at, at all to get at this thing and it is unable to break the manacle. All right, Atreya. Atreya hushes out from the bush, moves towards the creature and makes herself noticeable for it. So it's not super afraid and scared as she lays her hands on its side, closes her eyes and focuses on all her desires of being a free bird and regaining those wings to be able to see the world from above. Mm -hmm. And she imagines this feeling of freedom, this ability to move freely, to spread your wings and just fly across the land. Okay. And with that, tries to imagine the manacles falling off. And because I love your description, you can roll with advantage at that. That's wisdom, right? Yes. It's a 14. You concentrate mightily on making this happen, to will this into being. And as you're sitting there with your hands laid, uh, thinking about this, you can feel there's the, it's a, the most interesting thing being in this these forbidden woods touching this creature as it is there's something that you notice as soon as you form that that focus like the weaving of a loom as you bring all of that energy together to focus about breaking that chain it seems to reflect back on yourself not in a good way and you reel back like as if you've just been pinched in pain and you can feel that, that everything that you did seemed like everything it should happen, but it's like that chain all of a sudden became white hot towards you, although you felt no heat. It absolutely failed beyond belief. Okay. With a with an exhausted gasp and shock on her face she stumbles backwards and just falls back into the to the bush and conveniently hides again <laughs> <laughs> falls backwards and hides with a 12 yeah and because you fell backwards that that's that's deserved it's a dirty it's a dirty 12 but she rolled a two to get a dirty 12 ridiculous <laughs> all right ruin so um, I don't think there's much I can do about uh, trying to take off these manacles apart from willing them away, which looks like a tray I tried. So I'm going to swing back um, 
and focus on the fairy directly behind Rowan and um, drawing my second weapon again I'll go you have danced with the wrong person and I will slash and um, swipe with uh, my three attacks are you are those three attacks with like a gold coin in each hand is that what you're doing um well I was actually using my sword oh okay Right, go for it. Use your sword. Not sure why the gold coin seems to be more effective. I've noticed that it's working, but ah, uh, because they're tooth fairies, of course. Too too slow there. Anyway, tick, I tick, haven't realized do. <laughs> <laughs> click click click. One plus one. There we go. He's gone anyway. there. Nevertheless, she's she. She's Rowan hasn't here. figured it out yet. Yeah. Or Thorn hasn't. Thorn hasn't. So I'm going to keep going with the scimitar. Yep. Your first slash, you slash and it dodges. The second slash, it also dodges. But your third slash, as you're, I don't know, were you embarrassed or not about the first two missing so terribly? But the third one manages to connect, and I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add a defensive flourish to that to add a D8. Okay, go for it. Damage. So probably another two damage there. All right. So that was to number number ten. Okay, where are you, number ten? All right, it looks bloodied. Norbit, having completely failed with the holding a gold coin in a giant flipper, I decided not to do that, and I am going to grab a hold of my wooden longsword that I've become accustomed to tuned to. I'm going to take a swipe at the fairy number four. How oh, you managed to connect with your the wooden longsword that you've attuned to. You don't do as much damage as you would have liked with that one. What was more gratifying? Watching it explode when you connected with a gold coin or the feeling of slicing into this tiny fluttering thing with your sword and not seeing the damage you'd hoped for? I'll just take the fact that I hit it as a plus. I'm going to have another crack at it. Oh. With your reverse stroke, you are unable to connect. Missed. And this fairy once more goes in to grab at your face or bite at your face, Rowan, to mar the childlike beauty. And it does. Oh, my God. All right. You need to give me a... DC 10 constitution saving throw. You made it. So it attacks you with its pliers as well. And the pliers oh, hit as Seriously? Well. 221s yeah. when I have an AC of 20? <laughs> oh, 19. That's oh, wow. so frustrating. <laughs> hey, you, you, you saved your constitution save with, with a point hit 10 on TC, DC 10. So. I know. That's also frustrating to the Tooth Fairy. And this guy flies in right above you, Falker, and it goes to try to bite you. I'm going to intercede. Okay, you interceded and it still missed. You're going to intercede again as it goes to try to grab at him with his pliers? I am. Oh, wait. That was that supposed to be at disadvantage. Let me roll one more time. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so it's it's not a critical. Huh. It's a twenty-four. So it's still. No. Uh. At least it's not critical. All right. And this one comes in at you, Norbit. <laughs> Misses with the bite, grabbing at you. This time going low to grab at your. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Crit. <laughs> but what did, it, what did it grab going low? I was going to say going right. <laughs> yeah, what exactly was it grabbing going low? Your knee, of course, your knee. Oh, my knee. I thought that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. That's, the that's basically the adventurer's Achilles heel. Right? Take an arrow to the knee and you can't go any adventuring anymore. Oh, my goodness. Nearly fell off my chair. Do you know that's actually a Nordic saying, meaning they married? 
Taking really? an arrow to the knee is actually a Nordic saying, and it means I married. Or something like <laughs> so, so she hit him with an arrow, so he couldn't get away. Okay. Okay, so have I noticed these people wielding coins, by the way? With your passive perception, without a doubt. All right, I'm going to drop drop my scimitar, draw, draw a coin, and slash at the one near, uh, right in front. Okay, go for it. So I'll just roll a normal scimitar attack. Yep. <laughs> oh, dude. It manages to to quickly dodge, in the, but this your follow-up, you connect, that gold coin disappears, and it puffs into dust. Give me another DC 10 saving throw, constitution saving throw. Yeah, you're fine. And you watch as another, another tooth falls to the ground. And I'll stay like that for now. Okay. Make sure you remove a gold coin from your inventory because that gold coin vaporized with the, th the creature. Try it. Flicker. Flicker pushes herself up from the ground, determined to now make it work. And as she approaches, she's already grabbing for her thieves' tools. Does the manacle have any sort of closing mechanism? Yes. Good. So she moves to the manacle and again makes herself noticeable for the creature so it doesn't scare yep. away. Yep. Grabs the manacle with and with teeth, uh, thieves tools on hand and tries to open it mechanically with all her ability okay. as a locksmith. Make sure you put uh, dexterity against your thieves tools then. Okay. Okay, go for it. It's a 20. No problem. You manage to remove the manacle from one of its, the second manacle from its hands. So it's just its legs, neck, and wings that remain. I was so confused when you said the manacle and you were describing a manacle that it was trying to remove. But it actually is all the manacles still on there. Yeah, there's still, there's still three more. Or wait, okay. legs, one, two legs, wings, and neck. So four four more left. There was six. Okay. So just out of curiosity, me destroying the link to the pitten is going to do absolutely nothing when he takes all the manacles. It's free of the pitten that was holding it in place to keep it from moving, yes. But, <laughs> but the chain is heavy, so we have to remove mm, the chain as well. You're not sure about that logic, but maybe. Okay. I mean... Thorn is more yep, clear. It, it has to go one way or another and Atreya just, stays where she is and prepares to okay. grab the next I just feel like I've wasted all my actions and uh, <laughs> spell slots for that but anyway live and learn <laughs> am I going to say something like suck it up buttercup or <laughs> well maybe oh, give us a better description gosh. of how it's chained in the first place but anyway oh Ask oh. better. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> 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 play that game. You, you, well, you'd ask <laughs> if it if it was a big pitten, and I said yes, it was a huge pitten. <laughs> no, that's all right. Keep going. Yeah, we don't care if you make a mistake. It's fine. <laughs> all right, Zach, what are you doing? Hey, are we going to wear this later on? Yeah, probably we are. I'm. I seeing the the blood gushing from my right leg, from my right knee. I am. Going to reach down and, and uh, heal my knee for ten points of resurrection. All right. So you're going to use your your lay on hands ten times to. Uh, yep, that's right. Or use basically cure yourself for ten. I'm just going to type it in. Yeah. Yep. All right. And then you'll have to just check. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. That's your action. And then I'm going to take another swing. At the little heathen standing next to me. With sword or coin? With a sword. Lay on hands is an action. Oh, no, it's an it, action. No, it's an extra, it's not attack. Sorry. extra attack. You have to attack to get it your extra attack, right? Yeah. Yes, I know. Well, I can't it, okay, so that didn't, that didn't that. count. I missed anyway. And you missed anyways. Yeah, so. Okay. Feeling much so better, healed. I stand up and yeah, wave my, my shield at him. Okay. Falker. Falker will 
just providing support for the people trying to free this dragon for some reason. So he's going to swipe at this other fairy that's surrounding him. He's just going to be a slayer of fairies today. Okay. There you oh, go. There it is. <laughs> Crypt. Hey. You take another I gold coin you. and you smack it into this, the one, which one is that one? Number two? Two. Yeah. There's one above me. Yeah. And it too disappears and give me another DC 10 as it implodes on itself. Oh my God. Oh Jesus. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. So you are... As it explodes this time, you inhale a bunch of that gold dust and the stench, and it goes deep down your throat, and you gag in reflex of this. You're not feeling good having brought this this mixture into you, but that's all. You're poisoned. Fantastic. And my turn. <laughs> For ten rounds. Holy shit. What's one minute? Okay. The, with both hands, the, the creature grabs at the thing around its neck, and you can hear reverberations from it, and it's it, it grumbles out. I can't breathe. And it tries to rip the chains from its, the manacle from its neck. Hey, there we go. And the manacle from its neck is Pulled free, and again you you hear the sound of sizzling, and you can smell burning flesh as it rips the the manacle off of its neck, and it gasps in in pain. This tooth fairy looks about, and it looks at the dragon and all its dead companions, and uh, it is going to try to take off. So you can get an opportunity attack. Zach? Another you. thing we tried to free. <laughs> you miss. miss. You can get your an opportunity attack. Falker? Yes, please. <laughs> oh, because you're poisoned. and one, but disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, poison. That would have been that would have been it, and so as it's moving up that way, it was just that it was squeaking up, so it was going in like a well, like the coronavirus. It was doing an exponential fly up, so it was going down, and it flies up, and it goes up, and it is, it is now thirty feet above your heads. Okay, and. 30 feet up, it starts to go this way. And the, the the dragon is like, it extends itself up as it's with its front arms free and its neck free. And it says, Don't let it get away. And it struggles again to, with its uh, arms to break the chain against one of its legs. Hey, there we go. So only its right leg and its wings remains in manacles. Drea. Drea is still having one hand on its side. It says, close your wings so I can do both. Okay. And tries to, hopefully with a good foe, open both of them. Now knowing what the closing mechanism is, mechanism is the lock mechanism. There's not two manacles on on each wing. It's just one manacle that's holding oh. both wings together, like where they okay. join at the shoulder. Then never mind. But she's she's still gonna try to try to attempt and remove these chains on okay. the wings. It's a twenty-seven. No problem. You easily manage to get that lock. Understanding the mechanism, it drops off easily. The one lock remains on its leg. Okay. And she stays there, ready to take care of it if necessary. Okay. Oops. Rowan. I saw what you did there. 
<laughs> we all make that mistake. <laughs> so I um, pull out another coin out of my uh, my pack, and yep. um, I give it a kiss and fling it towards the uh, fair. That's a that's a pretty long toss. Well, I'm moving up first. Ah, okay. So try and get as close as I can. Yep. You quickly start hoofing it after. You throw the coin. So be just a dexterity check, right? Yep. Come uh -huh. on. <laughs> wow. I'll pull out another one and have another go. Yep. Those tiny creatures are hard to hit when they're in flight. Two more coins are out of your purse, but you know, you've seen where they went and you've seen where they dropped. Am I able to... Um, like, I've got an offhand attack, but that's probably not, not the same, so I won't, I won't do that. That's uh, fine. I'll let it go. Go for it. Three coins. Yeah, that's enough. 17 is a hit. I just noticed when I was doing the short bow attack, I had my proficiency modifier added. Oh, but yeah. he doesn't get it when he just rolls dexterity. Oh, is it just dexterity? Is it is it proficiency for this or not? Because it's just a normal dex dexterous. It's a range. So it because I've been t saying everybody just used your ranged attack, that usually includes proficiency, so that's fine. Yeah, okay. Well, that... That um, I'm I'm including that because yep. um, I'm using you smack a save, into which, it. Um, which I proficient it. Your last gold coin disappears in a puff as that too implodes far enough away that no need to do a Constitution save, and that there finishes that combat round. Okay. I'll collect the other two coins. Okay. So I will unlock your guys' tokens. Okay. Treya says, hold. Hold still. And opens the last manacle. All the squares are basically where tooth have fallen. The circles are where some extra coins still remain. Those would be Treya's coins, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll collect. I'll collect the t uh, the coins and bring them back to Atreya while she's helping with trying to get the dragon free. Okay. Give me your last thieves check. Do you need to roll, or is it just gonna happen? Okay. It will just happen. Actually, that's right because over time it doesn't really matter. Okay. Right. So as you remove that last manacle. The golden beast, you see the red welts around its arms, its legs, its wings, its neck. As soon as you take off that last manacle, it seems to flop in on itself, having been released from these massive bonds. You hear a deep, deep rattle reverberate from its neck, and a, a gust of hot wind expels and creates a big puff of dirt as it sighs. The forest quiets. You don't, there's no more whir of the tiny wings. There's no more gnashing of tiny metal pliers. The shadows have settled, deepening the gloom about you. There is a harsh rasp as the beast inhales deeply. Its nostrils flare as, it bulk, as its bulk fills with oxygen, and then the form collapses down. The massive bulk falls in on itself, reshaping, snapping. Leathery wings begin to look like silk. A scaled and massive forearm shrinks to the shape of an emaciated arm. Its horn-ridged, impressive skull takes on the appearance of a large white top hat. And just like that, the once glorious golden dragon is replaced with a scrawny, white-suited, dark shape of a man. The white-suited figure's head is down, features hidden under the black shadow of his top hat. He is posed with knuckles and, and a knee to the ground. His head lifts and he looks from the left to the right. This is what you see. Mm -mm. Come on now, where is the picture? Is it Jiminy Cricket? <laughs> so you see, instead of a dragon, 
you see this dude. Now, yes, in the picture he is carrying a pistol, but you know how hard it was to find this, a picture of something that I had in my mind? He's not carrying a pistol. Does he have a bony arm? <laughs> he does indeed have an emaciated, skinny, skinny arm. Ooh. Uh, so basically, that dragon is gone. So a clicker simply slumps back to the ground, falls on her butt, and now it's gone. Okay. And just hugs her knees with, with her arms and looks at the thing with with her mouth slightly ajar. Okay. What are you? Free. I am free. <coughs> what? Children of Glavost? Here? In the Forbidden Fo- No. Not children. <coughs> you are from the material plane. She is reaching. <laughs> ah, you freed me from that little shit. Come. I need tea. Would you like a cup? And the creature stands tall. And it is really quite tall. He stops for a moment, peers at the chains that had held him trapped. And he turns his back at you and he points back through the forest. And he says, There is my home, Savosi. So, um, Thorn looks over at this guy and goes, Well, that is not exactly what I was expecting. Uh, I thought I was helping a dragon, but how exactly did you get caught by these creatures? <laughs> not the creatures, not them. Someone else. But you do look back at what he was pointing at, and you can see rising up from the canopy a massive tree trunk. And it's strange that you didn't notice that before, but you, it causes a stirring in your gut, a humbling sensation. One can't look at a tree like that and not feel awe. I uh, we, we gathered up all the uh, gold coins and the teeth, haven't we? So the gold coins that you connected with the creatures are gone forever. You'll never recover them. In the big circle of five, you'll be able to find five gold coins that, that Clicker had imagined into existence and pulled from her, her sack. And you'll find four more at the smaller circle because that's where, that's where she threw five when you were over there and one of them connected with one of the creatures. So I collected... Uh before that, I came around to collect all the coins and give them back to a truck. Okay. Yeah. Atreya, you would have... So, okay. while, while he was talking or while the, having their dialogue, she accepts the nine gold coins and puts them back in, in her pouch. And then when she follows the point towards the big tree, yeah. the mouth that was already slightly ajar and was about to close again is now just... The lower jaw is just falling to the floor, basically. Just what going, is that? Going back to the... So, Volun is slooped over and sickened still, but uh, he does see the tree. Um, can I make a history check? Is this, like, like you said, this tree is kind of like awe-inspiring. It... It's, it is ridiculously, it's like 500 feet tall. Can I make a history check if, because like I know some of the stories of the world trees, right? Um, mm -hmm. Does this one maybe match that anything I've ever heard about the world trees? Yep. Give me a history check. At disadvantage. <laughs> oh yeah, you're still poisoned. I would say the the poisoning would have rolled out of your system by by now, so I'll get rid of that, and you can um, just roll that again. History. Yeah, that there was a big old dirty five. Mm. That's a great looking tree. You sit there and you're like, ah, 
World tree, world tree, world tree. I don't know. You tell me. What, what does your memory tell you when you roll something like a five? Uh, you know, I heard of the great trees, but I realize I've never heard any details about them or what distincts them. So I have no idea if this is a world tree or not. <laughs> no, child. Not world tree. Guardian tree. Huh? What? And... You go. That's what he says. Uh, <laughs> what? And I go, and what, pray tell, is it garden? <laughs> uh, let's go have some tea, but collect the teeth, okay? Is Norbert doing that already? Norbert's going to gather up the teeth and he's going to go over and he's going to have a look at the chain as well, because it... Uh... It appeared to be magical of some sort, and he's going to pick up the chain first with a sword, just in case it's going to burn him. The teeth is inside the party teeth, the party sheet. The chain. <laughs> you are how tall are you? Four foot one. This chain was holding back a very large gold dragon. Right. So, so you I look at that chain, and here's the scenario. You go up to that chain, you grab that gold chain, you go to pick it up, and you grab it, and you, you're lifting, and you're like, what do you do when your friends look back at you and see you uh, with your hands on the chain? You clearly can't pick it up, but I don't know. Are you trying to save face? How's, how does Norbert handle that? Well, they're all behind him, aren't they? So he sort of he's he, he bends over and he he picks it up and uh, realizes the thing thing won't budge. So he just pretends he's having a leak and they can't see him. And he just looks over his shoulder and says, "I'm just busting for one of these guys. It's okay. I'll be with you in a minute." I see. All right. <laughs> Too funny. And then hoping he didn't get found out, he pretends to tuck the old fella back in and then wanders off to the tree for a cup of tea. Now, if you wanted to have a guess or something about what kind of you were asking about the chain, what skill do you think that you would have that would allow you to be able to know more about it? Who are you asking? Uh, to Norbert, because he was saying he wanted to know what kind of chain it was. No, I, it was a gold chain. The only thing I was concerned no, about no, it was it wasn't a gold chain. Oh, sorry. I thought it was gold. I thought it was magic chain because it was um, it was it had burnt his his hands, um, and his legs. It'd probably be, yeah. Okay, that that's Norbert would sure. That's what Norbert believes. Fine, sounds good. It'd probably be the color of iron, and it'd be cold to the touch. And it would be what cold to cold, touch. Cold to the touch, but then that's just me. Yes, it would be cold to the touch. <laughs> that's just me from a player perspective. Very cold to the touch. Gray, gray in color. Yeah, it looks looks very much like an iron type yep. color. So I walk over there and I look at it and it's cold to touch and I see if I can think of... Heavy as can be. Yep, can't move the damn thing. Um, but I probably do a history check, see if I can think of anything about it. If it rings any bells. All right. Unfortunately... Well, actually, with that history check, I mean, you, even at disadvantage, and because you're so exhausted, you sit there, and you're like, gray, heavy, cold. Yeah, I think this is iron. <laughs> hey, guys, the chain's made out of iron. Yeah, definitely. You get a very weird look from a tray, and then... She finally snaps out of it by this comment and stands up, closes her mouth and says, Yeah, let's let's have them some tree. Yeah. I, I some 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 tea, I mean. I tree. I think I think uh, tea would be uh, lovely. So he points back through the trees and points out this massive trunk that rises up above all the other trees. And asked you guys if you wanted to come for a tea, a cup of tea. If the answer was yes. Oh, I the think answer was yes. Two people yeah, yeah, already we, said it. Yep. We're there. We're oh. ready. 
he starts walking through the forest and it's not the path that you guys were on but there's clearly a path there you just hadn't noticed it before and it takes like next to no time at all and what seemed like rising far in the distance above it feels like you took 10 steps and there you were the massive tree grows in the center of a grove various tree species ring the large tree forming a circle around it and at the base of the massive tree is a squat looking door while we're wandering off to the doorway I try and recall who it was that we were hunting for in the forest. We're hunting the, for the boogeyman. The little boy. Also Edwin. I can answer the question Edwin. if you want. Oh, uh, anyone? We're looking oh, for Oh, did, did the you do you say and that? His name was Edwin. I'm trying to recall that cuz I Kind of enough that says it. Looking for Edwin. Cool. That's okay. The tall creature. You can give me. Actually, no, I will do passive. So, Rowan, you notice. I'll just take you into private channel because I'm not typing. You notice that when norbit is asking about who it is that they are looking for again when the rest of them say edwin when clicker and and volan say edwin you see his shoulders kind of tense up a bit at the at that name as in uh norbit's shoulders tense up no or... the creature the the being that you're following behind ah okay 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 good to know Edwin we're back to capture Suffering's sisters <laughs> we're all gonna die that's what we were trying so, to break the circle so, so say that again the Nightmare King keeps doing what is sending is sending Edwin now to capture Suffering's sisters and then the story kind of resets and it begins again so we're trying to break the circle or the cycle sorry. which we could do by killing Edwin or the Nightmare King preferably so we perhaps want to figure out if this guy's the nightmare king maybe or does he know who or does he know who edwin is so you guys as you guys get closer to the door you can see that the door is well actually i can show i can share this so it's not exactly perfect because it's not like a a copse of trees where this is or a grove and this is in the center and clearly this is a tower but you know use your imagination this is a very massive tree trunk that rises up off the forest floor and you see a tree or if you see a tree you see a tree in a forest wow how about that you see a door pretty impressive tree you've got there mr dude in what we didn't get your name i'm zach he looks back at you stops near the front of the door, the door swings open. I think you know my name. Would you like to come in for tea? He bows low with his one arm gesturing towards the, the now open door. And you can see past the door, you can see what, you know, it's not that the door weighs black or anything like that. The sun shines through the door and you can see because now the canopy is broken it's just the canopy of this one massive tree that's high up overhead. And, you know, you can probably see every once in a while, it looks like a, a large bird's wings are flying up near the top of the branches. And uh, through the doorway, the sun shines through the doorway, and you can just see what looks like a little entrance hall. Or not a hall, but a, a small room that looks fairly bare. But you can you can see it looks what looks like a, a couple of boots just past the doorway. How big are the boots? They're his size. I will put you guys on the map. And I'll put him on the map. Edgers Road 
investigation for myself to know if Clicker was able to collect what is happening. So what follows is it's going to be based on, on that. I mean, I as a player have my presumptions. Assumptions. Okay, sorry. I, I was just getting those things on the map. Sorry, you were rolling an investigation check? Yeah, that was that was just for me to see if Clicker was able to pick up on the things that I was able to pick up as a player. And oh, she yes. rolled a 24. Yeah. So what what follows, that was just the explanation, is not just based on, on my conclusions, but also hers. Okay. He watches you for a minute and then he, he's just like, he comes up from the, the bow in a gesture and he looks at, at, at you guys and then he's like, That's all right. Come in, stay out. I'm going to make myself a tea. And he walks into the house. Disappearing from sight. And Clicker moves towards the others and starts whispering. Hey! It, it is him, is it not? Who, Edwin? Yeah, who? No, that's, I think that's the Nightmare King. I'm Mick and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn, the Tiefling Bard. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.